Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to Lords of the Lombok. presents the comic book shakers of the week for December 22nd, the last shaker show. Uh, well, actually, no, we got one next week, week for, uh, so it'll be the last one of the year, but the last one before Christmas. So there we go. we're going to be giving away some stuff today. We're going to give away some birds to the exclusives because I'm in the, I'm in the mood of Yay. giving. So we'll give this away is, two or three things. Uh, the people who won last time, uh, I'm going to ship after the new year because the post office is absolutely bonkers right now. Bonkers. And I, 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 I drove by it. This is literally two blocks from my house. I drove by it. The line was outside. So I'm like, uh, what you gotta do prepaid, man. I walk in with some prepaid people giving me the stank eye. There's a line around the place and I'm walking up to the counter. Hey. Yeah. You all have computers. What the hell's wrong with you? Come on. Well, <laughs> sit tight, relax, put on your headgear. We'll give you a trip to the atmosphere. Let's get it started with our girl lady style. DJ ladies. Uh, since probably the last time we're going to see her since, you know, she's in a Christmas outfit and uh, we have to find a New Year's outfit for next year. So uh, congregate. In a world where everyone had a Merry Christmas, the time is now. DJ Lady Style, aka the Busy Girl. What's up, everybody? I am my festive uh, gear. I got my cloak of levitation in red and my one of one. There is only one green Lords of the Longbox shirt in existence. Sample, wow. huh? Only wear twice a year. And you're like, nah. Patrick's Day and Christmas. And that's it. <laughs> Laura, say what's good to people. Uh, I was telling them backstage, guys, that I feel super underdressed in comparison to these two. I should have got festive for you, but... Speaking I think Laura of, looks like she's in an evening gown tonight, but I don't know. Just, uh, speaking of homeless, Gabe, uh, say what's good to people. <laughs> oh, homeless? Wow. You know, oh, yeah. You get good internet on Skid Row. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it is good. I should have hung, hung some like Christmas bells from my beard or, or something like that. Yo, what up, everybody? Good to see everybody showing up in the chat. Good to see everybody here on the panel. Looks like we're interrupting Laura from her dinner date tonight, but... Mm -hmm. I was working. It's, it's all good. It's all good. You're going to be giving yeah. out yeah. some gifts for people. Like, so ho, 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 and all that fun <laughs> stuff, everybody. So, so stay tuned. 
Yeah. And uh, speaking of Santa's little helper, we got my man Discovery Bay Comics. If you pay attention to his I'm background, they use uh, maybe oh, on the yeah. Shakers list. Little, I may, little, uh, little clues to what may happen tonight. And thanks yeah. for joining us for another fantastic list. I actually don't think this is an over over list. No, because you may have one of these. So books, you're just saying. I think there's some good ones on here. So uh, once again, the show is sponsored by our friends over at Cover Price. Go for your price guides, collections and trends for six nine nine a month. For the low price of a McRib, which is going away this year. Aww. And also probably sponsored by our friends over at Bird City Comics. Use discount code LOTLB to get at 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics store. Um, we got ex- some exciting news in the new year. I'm going to talk to Ant tomorrow about it. I think Laura may or may not have something for us. I know there's not a drop this Friday, correct, Laura? No, in honor of the holidays, we're kind of just giving the week off, but we'll be yeah. back with a new exclusive next week. Yeah. And, and told me what he got you for Christmas. So uh, I'm bound. Did to he really? Oh. No, I just wanted to. Make- oh, I don't know. <laughs> He's lying his ass off. No, he yeah. uh, <laughs> all right. Well, it's again, boys and girls. This is the cover price shakers of the week. This is comes from our friends at cover price focusing on new sales or the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day. So make sure you check it out. Every day for some of the hottest trending books in the market. Excuse my list. Thursday is my uh, new uh, Invisaligner day. So it's like, man, this, it's on really tight today. Um, and this being that, you know, it's Christmas. We got to go big and go home, right? So you got a chance to go two for 12. You got a chance to go 12 or 12. 12. Or over 12. Oh, we have yeah. two extra books in the show. Nice. That's right. Ah, uh, yeah. So let's get things started with the first one, boys and girls. These are in uh, no, no, uh, really uh, dollar amount. These are just all alphabetical. So let's get things started. We got the first one, Laura. All right, let's kick it off with Aliens number two. This is from Dark Horse. It came out in 1988. The Alien franchise was an absolute titan of the 80s, and its sequels rocked the genre. Its popularity warranted a slate of spinoff media, including this book. A sequel to Aliens and one of the first titles from Dark Horse, this book featured fan-favorite characters Newt and Hicks. That is until they died in Alien 3, and the studio went back and changed their names to Billy and Wilts in all subsequent printings. This effectively changed the characters to fit with the films. That didn't stop fans from loving the series until the modern day, however. One such fan dropped big money recently, securing this memento for a whopping $1,700 for a CGC 9.8. That 9.8 was the only one on the census, setting a new market for this book when it sold. Lesser grades, such as a 9.4, that's the most comparable sale, have been selling for much cheaper with three sales this year for $50 to $90. Heck, a reported near-mint raw sold last month for $2. Point is... This book can be had for cheap, but tough to get in a high grade with a black cover. A premium for that top grade has been firmly established with its most recent sale. What do you guys think? Is it worth it for a 9.8? Mm, I, I yeah. think so. I think the, I think things are going to be coming. Uh, I have a funny story about this, and uh, maybe right. Gabe will remember. Um, back in probably 91 or 90, you know, late 80s, whenever. I, it's all a blur to me at this point. Um there used to be, there was an Aliens Platinum book that was a wall book that I wanted to get. It was like 50 bucks. I don't know if you guys remember. It was a premium format and it was it was Aliens Platinum. This was the height of all the different type of, you know, kind of, you know, you know, 
shiny things that were sold. I and, and I only remember, and I eventually got it. I, I still don't know where it is, but I remember it was like Aliens Platinum, and I was like, I gotta have it because you know back then, you know, shiny things. What are you gonna do? Shiny, shiny, mm-hmm. shiny was new. Yeah. Do we have any one first? Oh, still offers, huh? Okay. Well. Yeah. We'll see. You got a good chance on this one, maybe. I, th- I, think, so. I think so. I'm I'm still lost. What was the what's, so. what was the big thing about this book? The this book? I'm gonna tell no, you here. In a uh, second, I'm sorry. Right? I was talking about the, oh, alien the aliens. I I mean, reading the note that what is it like a? It's not like a first appearance. It's I mean, I get it, it's the only nine eight, but I mean, I guess I think it's I because think. it's because I think uh, I think Disney owns the aliens IP now. Correct. Um, right. And so they're expecting full on, you know, movies. And so people are going back and buying uh, the comics based on that, you know, any comic book with Hicks in it. Newton Hicks. You got to get those. Man, we're going to die. Oh, no, that's we're gonna die, game over, man. Is that him? Game, that over. Him? game over, man. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Here's your chance right. of getting aboard, guys. JB was alluding to. Yes, definitely got a chance. Next up on the list, we've got Amazing Spider-Man issue 172, originally published in 1977, and that's the Bronze Age, baby. Now, it really took fans by surprise when Donald Glover announced that he would make his comic book movie debut as the Hypno-Hustler, a little-known Spider-Man villain who first appeared in Spectacular Spider-Man issue number 24. The collectors have gone crazy trying to scoop up this book with two graded 9.8s sold for 270 bucks. Well, similar to Hypno Hustler, Rocket Racer came out of the 70s and actually teamed up with the Hypno Hustler in Tombstone's Prison Squad. With no superhuman abilities, Rocket Racer, born as Robert Farrell, was a scientific prodigy who developed a flying skateboard to commit his crimes. Now, this book has slowly been climbing in value with graded 9.8s going from 360 to 609 and culminating in a record sale of $620 on December 20th. Now, if Hypno Hustler can make it big, then why not Rocket Racer? Keep in mind that these prices can't touch the $0.35 price variant of this book, which still holds a 2018 record price of $2,877 for a rare CGC 9.8, the only 9.8 still to this day on the census. Wow, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, I would. Would I want to see it? Fuck yeah, I want to see it. I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know what? Just give me some absurd shit. You know, with the I mean, there have been a ton of things about Spider-Man uh, recently. Like they released a poster with like tons of different uh, Spider-Man characters in it. There's been there's been like these big YouTube channels that have just been dropping massive leaks about upcoming uh, anti- uh, quantum mania and some other stuff. Uh, there's a deleted scenes with Galactus that was supposed to be in um, Thor love and thunder. I mean, it's just like, it's like, I have a feeling it's the calm before the storm, man. And, uh, and I think our viewers are ready, man. So made Spider-Man number 172, the regular cover, price uh from 1977 $620 and a 9.8 good lord now was just two days ago all right yeah. uh here we go are you ready to get down with it here's some good nostalgia for you 80s babies or 80s kids i love this cover this is great uh <laughs> so this is the a team number one this is the newsstand marvel comics 1984 the a team was a group of ex special forces members convicted of a crime they didn't commit and turned to life of mercenaries for hire 
while trying to clear their names. I believe that's the opening phrase of the TV show also. The TV show was a smash hit in the 80s and eventually became a cultural icon, turning Mr. T into a star. The A-Team van has become one of the most recognizable vehicles on television, along with Kit from Knight Rider and General Lee from Dukes of Hazzard. Uh, this week, a graded 9.8 newsstand sold for a record $400 on December 20th. If you didn't know by now, 80s TV and movie nostalgia is hot and collectors are swooping in to grab those high-grade books. Who's the chick on the cover? Because she wasn't on the show, was she? Wait, well, she was, wasn't she? I don't yeah. think she was a regular. She wasn't she was a part the of the first episode, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, okay. In the movie, she's actually the the reboot movie that they did with uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Liam Neeson, Rampage Jackson. Yeah, Rampage Jackson, and uh, there there was a female that was under that, that was like out to chase, out to look for him, and she was face. She was like in love with Face, or he had burned her. So I remember Face was the dude that was like you know uh, all the ladies wanted, and that was played by. Uh, uh, Bradley Cooper, um, you know, and that, that movie's fun, but Rampage Jackson as 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 uh, Mr. T. F. F. When eighteen came out, Mr. T was all over the place. Then it was Rocky. Mr. T, Mr. T had a cartoon. Mr. T had a cereal. I mean, it was it was. Oh, I had that cereal for sure. Yeah, it was. He was all over the place, man. So, uh, eighteen number one newsstand from nineteen. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Fight the good fight. He never said, "I pity the fool." Right? That line never actually happened in the series. No, and not in the A team. I don't think. I think that was no. Mister T never said that. Kind of like the whole "beam me up, Scotty" thing never actually happened. Yeah. Damn it, Jim! Wow. I'm just that a doctor. Exact quote. Look at I you, know, just bro. to ruin that Look for you, everybody. Bro. He never says, "I pity the fool." All right, somebody, uh, somebody, uh, research that. Fact check that. Yeah, fact check that. Fact check Our chat's about to tear it up. Let's see what they have to say. All right. I mean, it tells you it's a first first collector's item issue, so you should probably bought it back then, right? Because you know, because all the action, all the thrills, now the very own Marvel comic. Speaking of the fun stuff, to some really weird stuff. Oh, sorry. This is me. I was like not paying attention. I'm reading the chat. I'm waiting for somebody to prove me wrong here. No, I'm telling you. Okay. We'll get back to that. Berserker (laughs) number one. I'm going to defend this. Uh, Let's see. Where are we at? Sorry. Berserker number one, John Boy Myers. This is the unsigned one in 1000 from Boom Studios that came out in 2021. Now here is a rare book. Normally the signed version of a book tends to be the rare of the two, but this book is a little different. Released along with the numerous other variants for this book, This 1 in 1,000 reportedly had approximately 600 to 700 set aside to be signed by Keanu Reeves. So far, this book has been signed. So far, that has been signed has received most of the fanfare, seeing prices north of $2,500. Then you have the unsigned version, which cover price gave away during our Black Friday giveaway, which was thought to be the only one of the small few copies in existence. Rumors percolated there would be up to 120 floating around, but no definite number is known. Since this book's release in 2021, there were no unsigned sales of this 1 in 1,000. Yet recently, four sales popped up from December 17th to the 20th, with each copy asking with an asking price of 500 from three different sellers. One sold two copies, just to be clear. What's interesting is that there are seven copies listed, all from different sellers for a similar price. 
that $500 price may end up being a fantastic deal with rumors swirling that this series is in development at Netflix, which is really not a stretch when Keanu is involved and it's based on his likeness. Yet we'll all have to wait and see if that rumor is true and ultimately how this book progresses. Yeah, so I mean, the amount of variance that this book has is like crazy. Just like the they, total number of copies. If you took all the variants and all the copies and added them all up for issue number one, wow. There you go. We got some confirmation in the live chat, Laura, that B.A. Barakas never said I pitied a fool. It was Clubber Lang who said it in Rocky. You know, I oh, Laura's vindicated. I, yes. Somebody was talking about this. This is not my personal knowledge. I remember hearing it in a discussion I was having with somebody, and I was like, no shit, you know, and it kind of stuck. So there you go. That's a weird ass discussion to have, just random. <laughs> uh, well, you, you know, know, I hang out with like a bunch of <laughs> hang out with a bunch of comic book people, and we talk. Yeah. Anyway. Trust me, I go to LCS on Wednesday. We have the weirdest conversations ever. It's like, uh, it's fun for me, you know, just to go there and just to talk to people. And uh, uh, so, Berserker number one, John Boy Myers, and this is one of the better ones. That is truly a badass cover, I have to say. Uh, uh, there's quite a few of them, and there's like, I think a metal one, an invisible one, a fucking, I don't know, levitating one. I mean, there it just the amount of variance is just mind boggling. So. We go from Berserker number one, one in 1,000, to uh, this is pretty cool. You don't see this too often. Yeah, this one is pretty cool. First, you know, shout out to the chat for tracking down that info. We appreciate you. Mauricio <laughs> Devereaux, I think, is the one who gave us the quote. Thank you. All right, next up, we've got George Perez's Sirens, issue number one, but the Adam Hughes 2014 New York Comic Con Virgin variant, originally published in 2015. Now, while Adam Hughes isn't producing the number of covers he used to, his work is still highly desired. His most avid fans are still seeking some of his rarest work. While not the most prominent series, George Perez's Sirens offers that exceptional rarity. At New York Comic Con, Boom, notorious for producing low print run exclusives, offered up only 200 copies of this Adam Hughes variant. Now, while it was easy to purchase in 2014 through 2016, the past couple of years have made this very scarce as copies get locked into people's collections. Now, that helped this hit an all-time high sale this week for $500 for a CGC 9.8. Who is that on the cover? It looks like uh, a Firestar, or excuse me, uh, the chick from Titans. Um, um, you know what I'm talking about. Uh... Her costume, Starfire. Starfire looks like Starfire, but I, apparently, I mean, it's Boom Studios, right? So it's uh, mm -hmm. all different creations, perhaps. I meant, uh, but uh, still badass. Um, George Perez's Siren. There's rest only two hundred copies, though. Come on, yeah. Rest in peace to the great George Perez. Uh, we, we lost a lot of comic creators this year, just a lot of people in general. So uh, we go to something relatively new to something really old, and wow. This is awesome. Uh, so this is a Grogo number one from Charlton Comics. Gorgo. 1960. Is it Gorgo? Okay. Yeah, Gorgo. Gorgo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Godzilla, Mothra, uh, Gigan, all kaiju, the majority reading this may have heard of. But have you ever heard of uh, Grogo? Question mark. Initially imaged as a love letter to Godzilla by a collaborative group of Americans, Brits, and Irish. Grogo developed a life. Gorgo. Grogo? Gorgo. Gorgo. 
Yeah. G-O-R-G-O. Gorgo. Gorgo. Okay. I know because you think about Grogu and yeah, so it's Gorgo. Yeah. There you go. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm going to mess it up five more times. I guarantee you. Uh, Gorgo developed a life and following of his own part of a 23 issue run that was released alongside alongside a novelization and a film. Gorgo was meant to be the answer to Godzilla in the West. The comic adaptation even features a cover by Steve Ditko of Spider-Man fame. But that wasn't enough to sustain Gorgo. And he eventually fell into obscurity, but uh, fell into obscurity with few but dedicated fans. One such fan swallowed hard before hitting the buy button. <laughs> Sorry. On a reported really? no grade <laughs> raw copy for $216.50. That's a substantial jump from its previous no grade raw sale of $41. It also dwarfed the highest graded raw sale on record of $100 in a reported 5.0. It has become a relic of the past in more ways than one, becoming increasingly hard to come by at all. There is only one graded sale in our records and 23 total on the CGC census for a CGC 9.0 that came in at $1,320. With the resurgence of Godzilla in the modern day West, it will be interesting to see if other kaiju, including Gorgo, make a comeback. Have you ever seen this out in the wild? Ever? Anybody? Never. No. No. What? Never. In my it looks life. like a dog. I've never seen this before. On my top life. of Godzilla. It, it does. I, I, I mean, and then you can't stop Gorgo with flamethrowers. Come on, you can only contain Gorgo. Nothing can really stop Gorgo. Are you serious now? Come on, boys and girls. All right, so uh, Gorgo, not Grogo, maybe it is. Fuck them, I don't know. Shit, Gorgo <laughs> issue number one from Charlton, nineteen sixty, two hundred seventeen dollars in a raw, uh, no grade, meaning they weren't able to verify. You know, you know, it was one of those. Hey, take a look at the pictures, decide with yourself what the grade is. So, uh, take this a look one at the pictures and send me two hundred and seventeen bucks. Yeah, this one hits home right here. This is part of my childhood. <laughs> Yay! And this one's mine. Mighty Mouse number one from nineteen forty six. Mighty Mouse has been around for a long time and was originally called Super Mouse in his TV debut in 1942 and a show called The Mouse of Tomorrow. If he looks familiar, it's because he was based on another famous superperson called Superman. Mighty Mouse made his comic book debut in 1945 in Terry Toons Comics number 38, which once sold for $60,000 for a grade 9.6 just over a year ago in 2021. Mighty Mouse received his first solo series in 1946 with this first issue of Mighty Mouse number one. This equally rare book sold this week for a record high of $2,146 on December 19th for a graded 8.0. In terms of key issues, second best can be good enough. He may be little, but he's mighty. And this price proves that. This book seems tragically undervalued at $2,100 for CDC 8.0. It's from 1946. Um, 8.0 from 46. So it's I, it's I, used to, I used to love Mighty Mouse when I was a kid. And um, I have this weird thing where I have this trivial knowledge of stuff that nobody should really go. That's why my girlfriend always says I do, I do well in Jeopardy, but you know, I can't do math apparently. Um, so I remember as a kid watching an uh, episode of Mighty Mouse and it was his origin story. And his origin story was 
he got locked inside of a supermarket and he ate everything and he just became mighty. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I swear to God, I watched that as a kid and I remember seeing it. It was like it was his origin story. But uh, here I come to save the day. You know, oh, they I, need, I, well I know he can't eat Limburger cheese. That's like his kryptonite, right? Yeah. There's also an uh, episode where he's like a snort and crack too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we need we need a they need to bring a, a live action or a new animated uh, Mighty Mouse. Come on now, bring make it happen, Marvel. I, I believe Marvel owns the IP uh, on it. Uh, why not into the multiverse? You know, now that we got multiverses, and next thing you know, you got uh, slapstick and Mighty Mouse, and bring him in. Bring in Donald Duck and, and Mickey and everybody. Shit, I don't care. Mighty Mouse issue number one uh, from 1946, 8.0 for $2,146. Yo, that is seems like a steal to me, man. All right. Let's get even more obscure, if that's possible. <laughs> All right. Ooh. This one's a cool uh, This got a chance, I think. Yeah, this is possible. No way. Number 27, you're out of your mind. Nobody has this. Somebody <laughs> Next might. up, <laughs> Come on. Tales to Astonish. Issue number 27, originally published in 1961. Now, Tales to Astonish issue 27 features the first appearance of Henry Pym, the original Ant-Man, an American entomologist, biochemist, roboticist, engineer, physicist, and the discoverer of the Pym particles. Ridiculed for his theories, Pym has now created a serum for changing the size of any object, testing it on himself, after successfully shrinking and enlarging a doll's chair, he finds himself lost in an anthill. While some ants attack him, others help him recover his serum, enabling him to return to normal. Fearing how dangerous this serum can be, he dumps it down the drain. As with all important first appearance issues, this comic book fan fans love to add them to their collections. It has been a while since we saw record sales of this book, including a CGC 5.0 sale of $8,250 sorry, back in April of 2022, followed quickly by a number of lower-grade sales, including a CGC 4.0 for $4,200 and a CGC 2.5 for three grand, and then a CGC 1.0 for $1,500. Well... This past week, however, we saw a massive CGC 7.0 sell for $22,500. With the new Ant-Man movie looming on the horizon, February 17, 2023 to be exact, we will likely see more movement on lower grades of this book and raw copies of this important Tales to Astonish issue. Yeah, I mean, I so... statement. Nobody has this. Yeah, so the next Nobody big Marvel release is uh, <laughs> the Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Quantumania, um, which, you know, there's apparently plot leaks on the interwebs if you want to read them, you know, you know, take it with a grain of salt, you know. But um, the director has come out and said that this is an Avengers-level type film, so that's quite the hype to build up to because, you know, you know, it's going to, you know, I don't want to, you guys can go and search the interwebs for the leaks and you know find out you know what's going on but um yeah it, it i can't wait you know um you know kind of forever i liked it i dug it um you know give me ant-man and what never thought i'd say give me another ant-man movie but you know i i, I will i hope Luis is in it because uh but uh i think he's in the new jack ryan series so i don't know if he was able to film it but at least give me a little Luis right telling the story right i mean we gotta have Luis. come on <laughs> 
right? All right, so Tales of Astonish number 27, the regular edition, because there is a UK version of this as well, if you want to, um, you know, venture into 1961, that. 1961, a UK, man. Yeah, it was a UK edition. Ooh. So $20,500 for a CGC 7.0 from December 21st. All right, uh, almost there, boys and girls. Uh, this one's cool. I think you got a chance on this one. Oh, I love this cover. This is one of my favorite covers for Transformers. Uh, so this is Transformers All Hail Megatron number one. Uh, this is the uh, the RE cover from Apocalypse Comics exclusive Casey Coiler variant, IDW 2008. Transformers are at the forefront of many collectors' minds as of late after the release of the trailer for Transformers Rise of the Beast. Many of those... Ex- excited collectors turned their attention towards one of the rare modern Transformer books in this issue with a print run of a thousand. This RE variant is quite rare and showing signs of life in the aftermarket as a result. One fan dropped $1,650 for a CBCS 9.8 copy up an astounding $1,300 from the last CGC 9.8 sale of $300 back in 2020. Heck, a CGC 9.9, of which there are five on the census, that's a lot of them, uh, sold back in 2018 for a then record of $350, marking a nearly four times return in just four short four short years. It remains to be seen if the momentum for this is Tonile Shift series will continue as the new Transformers film appears to be making a, uh, a shift in the series of its own. Fans absolutely love it when it was released, and that love appears to be extending well after the conclusion of the series. Also, this book not only hits numerous nostalgia factors, being Transformers and all, but it homages one of the greatest covers and stories of all time from Batman, The Killing Joke. Yeah, definitely Killing Joke homage and... Um... I'm trying to think who is the transformer that's the camera. Uh, there is, isn't there a little a transformer dude that turns Nemesis into a camera? Would know, man. Uh, reflector. Reflector. There you reflector. go. Boom. It's three transformers go. that make the the camera. Damn, yeah. Gabe, that was good. Damn, that's great knowledge, Gabe. Yeah, dropping, dropping science, son. So Transformers <laughs> All Hail Megatron Apocalypse Comics exclusive Casey Kohler variant. Wow, from 2008, 1654, 9.8. Yeah, that that um, uh, uh, Transformers trailer looks absolutely incredible. Um, let's get to the next one. Yeah, maybe a chance for you to get on the board with this one. If you, But if you look closely, it may be a little bit different. All right, we got X-Men number 297, Pressman from 1993. If you were an X-Men fan in the 90s, you may have played the 1992 Uncanny X-Men Alert Adventure board game by Pressman. If not, or you were like us, whose family members refused to play the game, then you'll recall the popular Pressman editions of several X-Men issues. In 1992 to 1993, Pressman included a free limited edition comic with the purchase of the game. Depending on when you bought the game, you could get variants of one of four comics. X-Men number 11, Uncanny X-Men 297, 303, or 307. What's different about these variants? All have the same cover art as the regular edition, but the X-Men 11 has a silver background, and the other books have some gold coloring either on the background or on some of the other cover art. All but Uncanny X-Men 297 were available either in the box or via mail-away voucher. Issue 297's variant was the only one available via the voucher and, as such, can be tougher to find. 
having such a limited distribution in turn has led to higher prices than the non-variant counterparts. Moreover, high-grade copies likely come at a premium because they could have been damaged due to poor 90s shipping conditions. As evidence of this, a hard-to-find CGC 9.8 copy of X-Men 297 recently sold for an all-time high of $1,149. Can I just say, my cousin used to play this all the time, and we would <laughs> fight over who got to be Archangel. Did anybody else play this game? It has all the little figures I had this no. game, and I had, and I, it came with the uh, X Men Eleven cover uh, comic for me. I mean, if Did you were to see it? this at your I LCS, you wouldn't even know because normally the uh, kind of variants that are like in uh, part of toys or anything don't have a price on it. But this one has a price on it. It's a dollar twenty five. Yeah. I meant, I meant, uh, you know, uh, you know, like if you, you know, lately we've seen a surge in like uh, the comics that come in those uh, Marvel. Um, uh, action figures you know and those there's there's no price on it at all uh so it's interesting you know to see how you know how this would be shout out to kal-el for the ten dollar super oh. chat happy holidays everybody nice. uh, thank you happy holidays to you too as well kal-el or That's should so i call nice. you Clark? Yeah, i could just imagine how they ship these things back in the 90s right i mean you're oh, mailing away from this there. comic book they just threw it up in some yeah. envelope and good luck with you yeah, and being that this is a Christmas show, we got two more for you. That's right, boys what? and girls. These are the bonus books, and they are uh, one I know is uh, very dear, near and dear to uh, Matt DeVoe's heart, but uh, let's just talk about this first one. So whoever's next, grab on. That it would be me, I guess. Yeah, all right, here we go. <laughs> oh, come on, man. This is awesome. Next up for our bonus book, we've got Wizard, issue number one, the new stand edition, originally published in 1991. This just sold for a massive, and we mean massive, $18,502 <laughs> for a CGC 9.8 on Comic Connect this week. It's the only 9.8 newsstand we've ever seen. CGC doesn't designate between direct and newsstand copies, so it's unknown if this is the only one, but we would imagine it is. Wow. I think they do designate actually now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, Gabe and I were like debating. Like, I was like, I have this one. I was like, damn it, I don't have the newsstand though. I have the, you know, direct. Stand. Can you imagine them at a newsstand of Wizard Number One back in 1991? But then again, you know, the comics industry was just absolutely. You could buy comics everywhere back then. You know, liquor stores, gas stations. I mean, there was. Yeah, just... they all got. Bing, I'm not going to use that term, but they got they got fingered through. Yeah, they got yeah <laughs> they got they no got way of yeah yeah they got touched up a bit. Especially, uh, I mean, to get it in 9.8. Whenever I see these at my LCS, I snatch them up regardless of you know what the color. You know, maybe one day you oh, know, they're getting pricey now. I used to be able to snag these things for like ten bucks and yeah, like eighty one hundred thousand for it. Anybody? Hell, oh, hell no. 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 What what is happening here? Wizard some, needs to come back. Some though. professional athlete is like yeah. drunk, having some cavassier, and said, "Yeah, I'll get some of that." Well, so there's also that... a San Diego uh, Comic Con one as well. Yeah. Oh. So Wizard has a cool um, Twitter account um, that that looks back and they talk about. Uh, 
their old issues. So basically they'll talk about, Hey, we're going to look back at wizard number, whatever, and talk about, you know, profit that's coming out or wizard that's coming out with top, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a good follow, man. Uh, you know, you should peep it out. Um, I've, I've been of, on that, that podcast before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super cool, man. It's really cool. Uh, speaking of cool follows, make sure you follow our friends over at coverprice.com on YouTube. Uh, if they got their, uh, bunch of shorts that they do uh very good quality so hit up our friends on cover price and uh sub them up let's see what they're subbed at right now um As we, before we get the last one and then we're gonna see what's shaking today boys and girls uh 849 subscribers guys let's get them to a thousand man let's get them to a thousand man um so close <laughs> all the comments oh you you, you <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had uh, um, uh, lucky enough. I think be- that's the exact reason why the '90s was great. Yeah, <laughs> I was lucky enough to be in a um, a, a virtual Christmas party uh, from our uh, with Cover Price. You know, all the cats from Cover Price was there. I believe one uh, cool. uh, future one uh, uh, nerd king was there. So uh, we had uh, games and prizes, and of course, my team, me and Phil from uh, True Nerd King, we won the trivia. You know, I don't want to flex or anything, but you know, we won. You know, oh, so. flex that's what you're doing. Your well, right they, was, they were also using uh, questions from a Marvel book, so I was like, <laughs> you know, like one of the questions was like, uh, what was the original Defenders team? I was like, Bing me, I got that. Yeah, so uh, Wizard number one newsstand uh, from Wizard Entertainment, 1991, nine point eight for eighteen thousand five hundred and two dollars. That's got to be an eBay auction or something because when it ends with like a five hundred two, that's not that's not a buy now. And I bring up that um, the cover price Christmas party because this is I found out is Matt Devoe's Grail. Oh, oh and so the uh, Young Allies number six. Uh, this is the Art Adams one in fifteen from Marvel two thousand and ten. Uh, some absolutely uh, some absolutely love this cover. While many others absolutely hate it, apparently there are more fans out there. Uh, as a near mint plus raw copy, went to auction last week with it, ultimately selling for a massive one thousand eight hundred sixty-three dollars. Uh, who said the market is dead for comics? Raw for raw. a raw copy? Raw. Yeah, and I, I, you know, and I told Matt, I was like, I think I have this. I'll give it to you. And he goes, Are you sure? And he goes, It's selling for us. And I was like, you know, Let me double check. And I, <laughs> and I don't have this one. I have the, um, You're like, the no, Art, I don't have the Art that Adams. One. Yeah, the Art <laughs> Adams. He did like a Scarlet Witch with pretty much the same pose. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen that one, but it's also a, a great cover. Um, but some Firestar love in there, right? So uh, let's see what's shaking today, boys and girls. Oh, um, let me uh, do this. I'm gonna first giveaway. I'm gonna do a start line. Ooh, we're gonna do giveaways, and uh, this is not gonna be uh, a, a random uh, comment. Uh, I'm gonna do a start line, and you're gonna answer this question, okay? So Ooh. first giveaway, I'm gonna give away a set of uh, Hush Number One, Plush Number One, I Hate Fairyland. And Radiant Pink, all right? All from our friends at Bird City Comics. You're going to get this, and you just got to answer the question after the start line, okay? What is the official sandwich of the Lords of the Longbox show? Oh, that's so easy. You never know. See how long it takes to get in there. Make sure you have live chat enabled. I don't see anything yet. Make sure you have a live chat. They're available. all going to load at once. Watch. Boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Murdered. Planet Arizona Comics. Is he got it? Planet Arizona Comics. All right. Congratulations, bud. Uh, hit me up. 
hit me up on Instagram and I'll send Congrats. you out these awesome, awesome books. But that's uh, awesome. Congrats. We're gonna give away some more, guys. I'm in the mood for giving, but before we give away some stuff, let's go and do a seamless transition into uh the shakers. And see what's shaking today, boys and girls, uh, as I share my And screen. shout out to the chat tonight. Another fantastic crowd. If you have not already, take a moment. Hit the thumbs up. Tell that YouTube algorithm. We, we're having a good time over here tonight. Yeah. Ow. All right. <laughs> Boom. There's the cover price top 10 uh, dominated by the, there's our friend Hypno Hustler. That awesome, awesome <laughs> Batman spawn, spawn cover. Crazy ass. Wednesday. Yeah. It, I mean, Spider-Man really dominated the list. I can't wait for the, the new trailer to drop. But we're here to see what's shaking. These are the movers, by the way. Uh, uh, my unit sold. Uh, looks like I got some nightclub in there. Interesting. Very fun. Cool. X-Men 1. That's fun to see up on there. That's fun to say. Um, yeah, I was on a... Um, I said on social media uh, that I went on a... Um, over the weekend, I went on a DC animated film binge. And it was so great. Really, I mean, it's so. I mean, if the DC film universe can do anything, and take they could take from that. I was watching like you know, Injustice was awesome, and then I went like uh, the uh, Justice League um, Apocalypse War and Justice League Dark, which are incredible, by the way. Give me more Zatanna and Constantine. So I mean, it was absolutely incredible. um, You know, watching those, you know, just kind of back to back, all on HBO Max, boys and girls. So let's see what's shaking today, boys and girls. Wow, you know we always got to do horror on this list. Come on now. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, I like that. I like unusual, that a lot. The most unusual stories ever told. The oh, this is Atlas, too. Yeah. For Marvel, from, yeah. Uh, yeah. Atlas Comics. Uh, Pre-Code Horror, 1954. 8,500 bone arts for a 9.4. It came out in 1954. Yeah, that's some time machine shit right there, man. This is uh, still during the height of uh, the, the hate on comics, too. Yeah, Back yeah, there were bur- book burnings and shit like that. There you go. And here's our our oh. our, our our man was uh, first appearance of the crow. Look at that. Caliber presents number one from 1989, 325 in a raw though. Damn. Uh, Highest known value, 3650. That's another thing, another I think uh, a property that needs to be remade. You know, uh, I mean Brandon Lee killed it, and I think there was a, one that came out that would they didn't Freezing. have Brandon Lee in it. Plus, that's an example Brandon of a only cover that you one. need to mind. You need to remember that cover because since it doesn't have the chrome on it, you that's one of those ones you're going to be flipping through and you're going to wait a minute. Why do I know this cover? Yeah. Go to that crime suspense stories next to it. Speaking of a pre-cold horror or pre cold yeah. this is yeah, this crime. is one of the probably more um, notorious or popular ones. Uh, crime suspense stories. This is like 22. my grail book, and now it's just yeah. getting out of control. Like I can't. It used to be fairly obtainable. Eh, Thirty eight hundred ain't bad for a three point five. Yeah, I that's right. That's well, but fifty two grand for a freaking eight point oh eight point five. Um, that's crazy. An eight point five of this book. Because this wasn't this a, one of the books that was actually brought up by Congress. As, yeah, this was the main image yeah. that what? William Gaines like exactly. bumbled over, and you know, really caused uh, the spotlight to be pointed yeah. at the uh, comic book industry. This is yeah. one of the main covers here by a uh, Johnny. Selection of the Innocent, right? Is that what it's called, or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm reading a book right now called The Tencent Plague, and it's all about this this era of comics and stuff like that, and the, the industries and the the Congress stuff behind it. So it's all really fun, interesting stuff. Yeah, can you imagine like little little Jimmy bringing this home and his mom just aghast in 1954, like you know, um, 
Speaking of which, I just watched the uh, take a shot as I always bring up random uh, factoids. I was watching the Elvis movie again, which is fucking fantastic. Dude win an uh, Oscar for his role as Elvis. Um, uh, but, you know, he talks about how he loved comic books and his, one of his favorite heroes was Captain Marvel Jr. Um, so and it's and they featured in and it's just an awesome film. If you have, have not seen it, it's on HBO Max. What are you doing? Go see it. It's it's a truly incredible movie. Really tragic. I mean, I'm, I I remember to the day where I was when Elvis died. Um, that's how big his death was. Um, you know, I was, we were watching Flipper at my cousin's house and they broke into <laughs> the news. Yeah, exactly. We were watching Flipper and they broke into the news and they said Elvis is dead. And we're like, what the hell? I was like, anyway, because, you know, my family were, were big in musicians and music. So we always had like Elvis um, records. And, you know, I remember the Elvis films when I was a kid. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know, everything from the uh, was that uh, Hawaii one to uh, Viva Las Vegas. I mean, there's some great things, but too bad he tragically passed away, man. But Good lord, we got all kinds of terrifying. There's a lot shit of terror stuff on here, man. God this is a great damn. list. Look at that. Good lord, peel your face away. Ooh, like again, that. another Atlas old, uh, old Marvel book. Yeah, cool. twelve hundred dollars for some point oh. Come on, this, this stuff is, should be more than that, dude. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Jeez, uh, twelve hundred bucks for like is like the highest known grade copy. That's not bad. Some point oh, yeah. Somebody has a collection of these just sitting around somewhere. Ah, these moral horror is all over the place. This mystic book, there's two yeah, some crypt uh, What you guys are thinking during the holidays? Jeez. Um, oh, I haven't so seen this, this in a the minute. time to buy these. That's why. Like I told Anthony, I gotta get some more of these keys. It's amazing stuff that's on incredible prices yeah. right now. Like I'm gonna go shopping. There you go. <laughs> Thor two two five. The first appearance of Fire Lord, one of the many uh, heralds of Galactus. Mm -hmm. Eight ninety five for a nine point six seems undervalued yeah. to me. A nine point eight, only two grand. I, I got a copy. Not bad for first appearance of a uh, a herald. Yeah. Um. Oh, good lord, good old Evil Ernie. Come on, man, give me some Evil Ernie, man. The first appearance of Evil Ernie and Lady Death, who uh, still say I still say is uh, is Eddie from Black Sabbath. Right. I mean, to me, that it, it just looks like, you know, they pretty much said, hey, we're going to, you know, get out of his hands. Yeah. Ace is high. <laughs> one of the best fucking album covers ever, man. Evil Ernie, issue number one from Malibu. First appearance of Evil Ernie, Lady Death. 656 for a raw near mint. They should have bought it for 666. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they an opportunity perfect. there. Yeah. Oh, speaking of goofy, I was, that's what I was just watching uh, Injustice and, uh, Captain Adam was uh, I don't want to give it away, but yo, they did him wrong, man. <laughs> they did a lot of people wrong in, 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 in the Injustice animated film. A lot of there's a lot of death going on in that and in, in that film and that uh, animated movie. First appearance of Blue Beetle, Ted Cord. This is a great uh, book. That's 7.0. Uh, I think all these DC keys are, are people need to start snatching these things up like big time. Yeah, you gotta I be have, careful with this. Uh, Tim, can you scroll up to the cover? Yeah, is on the upper left-hand corner of this book. Um, I forget what it is, but uh, if it if it isn't this, it says something like new across it, or there's some kind of other different image. It's a it's a it's a second print, and not like it's like a Ooh, reprinting from like well, the seventies or something. Let's like look that. here. Um, jeez, it's so listed. they don't even show it. Wow, there's that, and then there's the same one for the uh, Blue Beetle number one. 
Yeah. Are we getting Blue Beetle? I mean, there was, I swear to God, there was pictures posted. There's a Blue in, Beetle movie coming yeah, out, but it's, Reyes, it's not, though. yeah, it's not yeah. Ted Cord. One of my favorites. What about somebody movie. getting done wrong? Ted Cord got done wrong. First appearance of Clea so and true. Dormammu. $5.99 for 7.0. All right. I got two of them. 9.4 for 7,500. I bet Charlize Theron as, as Clea. Mwah. Perfect. Perfect casting. Totally Agreed. bad at it. I don't know why people like you know shit on the that last phase of Marvel like you know, Shang Chi, Into Multiverse of Madness, Kanda Forever. I mean, all entertaining, man. I mean, uh, what are you gonna do? Watch Law and Order? Come on, give me a break. You know, Strange Tales, uh, one twenty six, uh, always awesome. This is uh, GI Joe number two. I've always talked about this. The GI Joe number two at one point was more expensive than GI Joe number one because it was you know they. They ordered a lot of the first issues and the second issue, they cut their orders like by half. But um, 575 for raw near mint. Good lord, have mercy. That is a hundred and fifty-three percent increase. 575 for raw. There's some, there's some gold in that G.I. Joe around. There's a hey, lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of first appearance. They build out the universe like they said they're gonna do, you know, yeah. uh, and the Hasbro cinematic universe, then you know, there's yeah, there's a lot of first there are tons of first appearances, dare I say. Uh, shout out to uh, Lenny and James in the chat for helping me out with that information. So they're backing me up yeah. on it too. Yeah. Uh speaking of which, Star Wars number three. Could see uh, Marvel Star Wars getting some love. Yeah, I can see GI Joe ending up like Star Wars, where just all yeah. these first appearances start really popping off. Just really like, That's awful, funny. awful drawing of Chewbacca. By the way, he just looks like a big angry ape. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, these guys had to do this before the movie was even released. Exactly. So they yeah. Had no idea. Like, that's it's amazing that they got so close with the likeness of some of these characters, but. Chewbacca, they they kind of missed the boat. That's like on the cover of Star Wars One, uh, Vader is green or whatever. So yeah, second full appearance of Obi Wan Kenobi, three seventy five for nine point eight. Like those Star Wars books, man. You know, you know, we always talk about the new Star Wars stuff, but don't sleep on that uh, Bronze Age stuff. Um, that first Dead Man right there. Come on now, I got to look at the Sinister House of Secret Love. What the hell is that about? Um, Ooh, I like it, whatever it is. is what color. was the secret behind the curse of the McIntyres? The the mad stranger wanted Rachel's love for life. 361 for a 9.0, uh, 468 for a 9.4. Um, I will say this, uh, you know, back to my tangent again about the uh, Justice League Dark, where the um, the, what is that? The House of Mystery plays like a prominent role in it, which is really cool. I know it's not this thing, the same one, but when you think of the House of Mystery, and just watch those films, and it's kind of interesting because you know, um, it's 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 the Justice League dark stuff is all about the magical side of the DC universe. Uh, you know, uh, from Etrigan, you know, speaking in rhymes to you know uh, Constantine to you know um, you know. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't get more like Dr. Fate and uh, Spectre, though. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, speaking of dead men, he was in it. He plays a prominent role, too. Uh, I have it. this, too. I need yeah. to grade it. Though. Shout out to the I one true king for the 499 super chat. Thank Appreciate you, it, Brad. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. We don't have any cool things to play for you, but uh, appreciate you nonetheless, man. Give him a follow on uh, Instagram. Um, yeah, so this first minute of Dead Man 360 for 4.0, um, $3,360 and 9.4. And he's like I said, he plays a prominent role in the Justice League Dark, but also in an injustice where I think it's 
uh, what was the name of the god? Rama something? Rama Kanush? I want to say Baba Ganush, but anyway, <laughs> she takes. Am I giving spoilers? No, and Justin's been out for a long time. So anyway, yeah. so so uh, Dick Grayson gets killed by Damien Robin, right? But he doesn't really die. The Rama Ganush, I think her name is, is the god, and she makes him Dark Wing. And he kind of becomes the kind of dead man uh, persona. And he, you know, dead man, nobody can see them unless he's been in their body before. It seems kind of weird. Uh, but he also, once he takes over somebody's body, he can you know, manipulate them. And so there's a great scene in Injustice where he jumps into Robin's body to help him defeat, uh, defeat um, uh, Raj Agul. Uh, I can never say his name is pronounced so many different times on different medias. It's like ridiculous. Um, good old werewolf, my knight. Look at this. Oh man, love this horror stuff. River by night number 30. Hmm. CDC 9.64350. Hmm. Does somebody know something? Hmm. It's no good price for 9.6. Yeah, Jeez. no major first appearances, but you know. And it's a blonde out. in a red dress, guys. Come on. You got to pick those <laughs> up. Anytime you see a blonde in a red dress, buy it. What? Let us. Uh, yeah. Uh, is that like a good girl cover? No, I uh, know it's just a it's a Laura thing. I just mm. I really like blondes. And, and the red day hair. that you should wear red, you didn't wear red. Shame on you. <laughs> Comic cavalcade number twenty nine. Look at this. Look at Wonder Woman or super shorts. Uh, Three forty five <laughs> for one point five. Wow. Highest known value is April 9th, uh, 2022 is twenty six forty. So, um, so two, that's time machine stuff again. Yeah, that's yeah. So the recent that news red is cover that, too. Come on, this is yeah. crazy. How did that survive so, eighty years? So recent news is that James Gunn has taken over DC. Um, Henry Cavill's gone as Superman. Um, Aquaman may be gone as well. I mean, he'd be maybe playing Lobo. Sorry, Laura, but he'll still be there. Um, I like him as Lobo. I think it's a perfect fit. But Gal, uh, Patty Jenkins has left um, Wonder Woman 3, and I think maybe Gal Gadot 2, which I really don't have a problem with. I don't, you know, you know, DC Marks will say she's the embodiment of Wonder Woman. No, Linda Carter is to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like to the point where they made everybody ha uh, the mascara have her accent because she can't doing an American accent. Like, and I'm sorry, but she doesn't act that well. I mean, Wonder Woman 84 was a pure disaster. I mean, how do you have a movie based in 1984 without any music from the eighties? It was like, what <laughs> happened? Crazy. That how part you, sucks. Come on. How man. do you even do that? I, I don't understand. Uh, that soundtrack you know, could have been bomb. It could have been, right? Yeah. Just make it full of eighties music, except we have, you know, you know, we have, you know, Captain Trevor in a fanny pack. So there's that. Um, Madam Webb, we know that's coming. Right? Do we know who was casted? Is it going to be that chick from Fifty Shades of Grey? What's her name? Yeah, I think it, they're going to do a younger version, not the 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 old crone here. Uh, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man number two ten, newsstand edition from nineteen eighty. First appearance of Madam Webb three thirty, but it doesn't matter. You know, I I think in the comics there is a younger version as well. Some in the live chat will pop that in there. Um, Dakota Johnson, you. thank you, Phil. Yeah, Dakota Johnson, Dakota Fanning, one of the Dakotas. Um, so North let's Dakota, uh, South Dakota. Yeah, mm -hmm. start giving away some stuff, man. Uh, just in the uh, live chat, put in hashtag. Uh, I'm gonna make it too difficult for you guys. Put a hashtag free. I'm gonna do a random drawing and give you guys some Bird City Comics exclusives uh, as we look at some more here. So start uh, filling it up, boys and girls. Something is killing the children. There's always a debate of 
was he, what's Gambit's really first his first appearance? Was this it this one? one? Is X Men no. annual? It's I mean, change. Come on, it's been man. in this for thirty five years. Yeah. So uh, X Men number two sixty six from nineteen ninety, uh, one twenty eight raw no grade. Um, so I have a funny story about this. I actually had a um, a nine point six, and when I looked inside of it, I was like, "This is not a nine point six. You know what I mean? I was like, "If I were to sell this to somebody, you know, they would look through the, you know, whoever graded did it didn't really did it do a good job of it. So basically, I just freed it from its slab, and I was like, you know, if I ever sell it, I'll just sell it as a raw." You know, near mint, you know, 9.4 to 9.2 because, you know, it definitely is not a 9.6. It's one of those weird occasions where um, well, maybe more often than not, but uh, you never know. Uh, recent news. Look at that. Sabretooth jumping on the list. Uh, there was also recent news that um, just dropping news on you as well as comic books that uh, um, Iron Fist will be appearing in the new Daredevil series. Um, so just uh, which just- Iron Fist? As long as it's not that curly, curly haired fuck, I don't care, man. <laughs> we don't need a Finn Jones not being able to do martial arts. All right. So there's that. But uh, with, uh, you know, any mutant type character, you just just start buying them up now. Just start buying them up. You know what I'm saying? Just buy them all up. I mean, just look at this. X-Men number 29 of all characters. Uh, you know, no, I don't think there's a first appearance of anything. But 260 uh, for an 8.5 is a steal. Because you're looking yeah. at a book from 1967, boys and girls. Come on now. Oh, yeah. One of my first things I just, I just posted this. Oh, that's a great cover, too, though. Yeah. This and the Frank Buhner one, number one, my two of my all-time favorite Doc Strange covers. I've been posting a lot of Strange stuff recently. First Doc Strange solo series, Raw, 263. Come on now. 9.8, 21 grand. That's right. By the Harry Hosa Haga. It better be um, something. Daredevil number four. Which is interesting. Is that what's it? First man's what's her name? First purple man. First purple man. I don't think purple man's coming back, by the way. Um, he was cool, I guess. Um, wasn't he was in the Jessica um in the Jones alias, series. yeah. In the alias like comic book, it's the most craziest, creepiest, nastiest, dirtiest version of Purple Man. Like yeah. it was it was it was pretty uh weak tea on the on the show. Yeah, but in the comic, he was a monster. It was it was such a good storyline. Yeah. All right. So that's what's shaking the day, boys and girls. So uh, let's shall we give away some stuff. Hashtag right. free. And uh, you're going to get a set of D's. Nuts. <laughs> Gabe, I swear. It. Was you to it. <laughs> Let me go full screen here. <laughs> I try to, uh... You're going to get I Hate Fairyland. Number one, who's Rob artist? Zinsky. Rob Zinsky. He does like movie posters. That's Radiant Ivan Pink. Tao. Radiant Pink. Yes. Ivan Tao and Plush. That's John Jang, guys. He's killing it Boom. right now, too. So. All right. A second set giveaway here. So uh, let me share the StreamYard giveaway tool. I know it, it sometimes it acts weird, but uh, trust me, it works. Um, and uh, we're just in a festive mood of giving. Do, 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 share screen. I'm as a seamlessly give away the tool here. All right. Yeah, full no, screen I've been here. amazing, just so you know. And that's a little spoiler. Next week's drop, since we're not doing one this week, next week's drop is an Ivan Tao cover. Boom. So that's almost all right. safe for now. Start collecting comments. 
35. Trust me, it, it'll be when I do draw, there's more than 35. It's a it's a weird thing. I think it's it, it, for some reason it says it, but well, we'll see. Good luck to everybody. That's way more than 30 something, right? Oh, yeah, we're good. It's a lot of people. Winner, Phantom Realms Comics. Congratulations, Phantom Realms. man. Got it, got it. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, if he, if I, yeah, if, uh, he follows me on Instagram. Uh, hit me up. Uh, who was the other one? I already forgot. Uh, I'm horrible. <laughs> <Remember stuff. laughs> that uh, one person. Um, yeah, whoever uh, they they'll hit me up. The the McRib winner and this winner. I still got more issues to give away, but uh, sadly, this is the last show of the year, boys and girls. So, um, actually, cover price is taking next week off. So, you know what? Take a take the week off, guys. We'll see you guys in. What's oh, sweet, we'll see you guys. We'll see you guys in the new year. Really? I mean, yeah, I'm oh, gonna cool. take the week off of work too. I mean, not unless you have to. I mean, uh, I guess we could do a top ten if you wanted to on Tuesday. The girls and I are only doing our Tuesday show. This Friday we're re-airing something, and next Friday we're re-airing something. So I'm here for Tuesday if you want to do it. We shall see. Stay tuned, as they say, boys and girls. Stay tuned, as they say, boys and girls. Gabe, any last words? Everybody, thanks for showing up. Hope everybody had a good night. See you guys next year. And Santa's little helper, JB. Yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, hope everyone has a safe and happy holiday. And uh, we'll see you next week. Or maybe we won't see you next week. But you can see me next week <laughs> if you're following me on Instagram and checking me out on whatnot. These will be available. I'm crushing it over there twice a week. Just saying. That hat is wild. <laughs> by the way, I just saw Fred Claus. Fucking hilarious movie, by the way. If you're you into just Christmas... saw Fred No, no, Claus. again. Not for the first time, but I saw it again. Like, uh, you know, oh, okay, my girlfriend's okay, like... Okay. She's like, pick a Christmas movie. They're like, oh, I just cannot watch Elf again. But Fred Claus <laughs> is is freaking awesome, man. It's just like, it's just, it's just go watch it. You know, get you in a Christmas mood. Laura, any last words? Yeah, actually, uh, thank you for inviting me to be a part of this channel and a part of the show. It's meant a lot to me and meeting JB and Gabe and Zach. Like, it's so cool to be part of like the cool kids club. So thank you guys for having me on. And I hope everyone out there is enjoying it. Make sure you share the show. Give it a thumbs up. Let's get more subs here, more eyes on it. But yeah, I'm very grateful to be a part of this. So thank and you. We agree. I'm grateful to every one of you and all the lords throughout the year. One of the questions I was going to ask was, in the live chat is name off any member of the Lords that are not on this show. But uh, I'll, maybe I'll say that for Tuesday for the next giveaway. Cause I still mm -hmm. got some more, uh, some bird city stuff to give away. Cause uh, I'm in a gift of giving, come on. I got my cloak on. I'm straight chilling. So um, yeah, well, you know, uh, there's definitely no shakers next week, but the uh, cover price continues to do the top 10. So uh, maybe we'll be back on Tuesday. Stay, uh, just stay tuned on my social medias and uh, we'll tell you if we go live or not until then. Have a very Merry Christmas, and uh, we shall see you soon. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes, and peace out. Their mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve.